1: Bringing you everything you need to follow the fortunes of the Hurricanes this season in Super Rugby Pacific. This is Hurricane Valley on Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Like Come on, the Canes. Come on, the Canes. Shortly going to be playing your chat ahead with Jamie McIntosh, who's the forwards scrum coach, uh, former All Black. He's, I think he's in about his third season now with the Hurricanes. Um and an interesting team makeup, really, when you think about... Uh, you look at the gains and the losses for the Hurricanes. Um, the gains, James Tucker, do like James... I love the industry of the man played for the Blues last year. Uh, Ngangatani... Punevai comes in from the Chiefs and Brad Shields, of course, returns from the Northern Hemisphere and takes the captain's armband, although I'm not sure if he's going to make selection this week. I've heard he may have a little niggle, but fantastic to have Brad Shields back. But when you look at the ones that they've lost from last year, Dominic Bird, huge man, James Blackwell, who's uh, headed off to... Uh, Japan just an absolute workhorse is James Blackwell. I'll miss him. Jamie Booth has departed. Dane Coles to Japan, as we know. Owen Franks, Reed Princep, Adi Savia, Julian Savia. So there is six pretty big names. Um, big big talking point for me this year is the first five uh, with Brett Cameron, Aidan Morgan two very different types of players and I feel like Brett Cameron's probably more suited to a structured type game Aidan Morgan a little bit more of the old razzle dazzle really strong in the halfback scenario TJ Perinara of course Cam Roygaard uh, is there um, TJ Perinara I think is earmarked for about a round three a round three return. And also, um, is it Geordie? Geordie Viljean, who's the son of Yogi Viljean. Um, good man. Strange haircut, but I'm not going to hold that against him. But it is a pretty good it is a pretty good um, squad as I'm looking through the squad now. I mentioned yesterday I really rate Balin Sullivan. Looking forward to seeing him going round again. Uh, Isaiah Walker-Leawery, the lock, big responsibility on him, I feel, the engine room. Uh, excitement out wide, Josh Morby, Kenny Naholo, Ruben Love, and the likes, uh, and I also think a massive season for Asafu Moore with the departure of Dane Coles, he is the leader from Hooker now, um, and with Dane Coles there's also a spot in the All Blacks front row as well, so I, will, uh, I did ask Uh, Jamie McIntosh about that. So this is the chat I had with Jamie, affectionately known as Whopper. of course played a lot of rugby for Southland. He's coached around the world as well. He's in charge of the front row. But here's my catch up I had. 6 o'clock in the morning it was Perth time with Jamie McIntosh. Here's our chat. S-E-N-Z Let's head over to Perth now where the Hurricanes are preparing for the game against the Western Force, who are promising to be better, but I think the Hurricanes are going to be better as well. Joining us now, the man in charge of the front row, the grunt, Jamie McIntosh, joins us. Jamie, how hot? How hot's Perth?
2: Yeah, we um, had a little bit of a shock to the system on uh, Sunday and Monday. It a bit of a heat wave, sort of 44, 43 degrees, but um, the other boys have done really well. I think we come over early and had a good couple of days preparation and we've done some pretty innovative, well, innovative stuff in the heat room back in Wellington and our um, new training facility. So I hope it sets us up for a bit of success.
1: Yeah, it's pretty amazing where you are at the NZCIS now with, with that. He, just describe to the people that don't understand what that room is like.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty incredible room. There's, for starters, I think there's 45 watt bikes in there and um, we can then dictate the temperature and the humidity and the altitude of the room. So we've had a uh, Friday afternoon sessions and we can get the humidity right up there, heat up around 39 degrees. And, um, we've been doing some cool stuff. We've been putting the wrestling mat in there and putting the guys through contact drills while the other half of the groups on the, um, on the Watt bike. And, um, some of those sessions have been as tough as I've seen actually. Um, so who knows, um, I think we've used the facility to maximise what we can do out of it, but um, we'll see Friday night if it's um, if it's putting us in a good spot.
1: <laughs> How's the change amongst the group when, like, you come together before Christmas and then All Blacks start coming back in and then you have all your trainings and your, and your hard platform stuff, but now we're game week. Have you noticed the boys click?
2: Yeah, I think the, um, pre-season when we look at it I think we're a week 11 and that's including two weeks over Christmas so shit we've had some some big weeks training and um you know when you look at the squad I've, I've been around a few rugby squads in my time they're really really fit and they work hard um it's just around laying the rugby detail and making sure that you know they're clear um it's not over complicated and they can use those physical attributes their fitness their physicality and in the, in the match so look I think we're in a good spot um young coaching group and a young a young team, so it's all pretty exciting. And we've done some, well, I think we've done some really cool stuff around our culture and and um, I guess some, some stuff with the boys where we're giving the boys more ownership and making them drive their weeks and uh, making the environment a bit more accountable and Clark's been a big part of that. So, look, it's been a, a cool 10 weeks, but obviously the proof will be in the pudding on Friday night.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you about Clark because with the sevens background, they're very much about the community and the culture and the family vibe, um, both the men's and women's sevens team, and that's why Wayne Smith brought Alan uh, Bunting into um, the Black Ferns to develop that part, and it really, really worked. Have, have the boys embraced uh, like a, a refocus on that
2: area? Yeah, I think I think Clark's environmental. Um, the cultural understanding of teams is pretty impressive. Uh, uh, one of the big things that I think probably just mentioned before is, you know, trying to create self-efficient athletes that drive their own weeks and, um, can problem solve and, um, uh, uh, us as young coaches and coaches, you know, giving them problems to solve, not solutions, spoon feeding them. So they have to come search and look and drive things. And that's been actually really cool, uh, for, I guess, for us coaches around being innovative of how we train them and how we get information to them. Um, but certainly the, you know, the culture is, I think, as human beings, most people, we all, we want to belong to something. Mm. Um, and teams and families and wherever you are. So to be in a professional rugby team is pretty special. And, um, yeah, I think at the moment we've got a cool group, um, awesome leadership group, some new vice captains and and captain and at the moment it looks like it's all going pretty well but yeah we're going to put the environment under pressure with games and hopefully as I said Friday night it's going to be a great test because the balls are uh, the balls alive
1: you talk uh, like you guys your coaching group you're coaching your players who coach you coach each other within your group away from the players how does how does your coaching meetings work
2: yeah so we've actually done some really cool stuff coaching development. Um, like I've been coaching for four or five years now it's probably the most I've ever done over the last six months we've been really lucky we've had um, Rusty our coach development guy fly from the UK to set up and challenge and and make us think around how we structure our sessions how we coach how do we interact with the guys how we have tough conversations how we make the trainings um, competitive with different levels and scenario based as opposed to You know, you don't want the old saying where guys are just turning up like dairy cows get milk walking on and milk walking off. So Clark's been a big driver of that as well. So there's myself, Brent Evans, Corey Jane, Tyler Blindale, and you can look at that coach and staff and say, yes, we are pretty young and not many runs on on the board, but at the same time, it's pretty exciting because we can work together and craft our own way of, I guess, how we're going about things. And I think the boys really enjoy it too because... We expect the boys to work hard on their game, and then they see us coaches working hard on our craft, and it creates a good culture within the group.
1: As you know, with some coaching, Miles, um, different players um, require different things to get them up and get them down, and and get them get them through. How hard <laughs> is it with such a massive squad to treat them as individuals and also treat them as a team?
2: No, I think it's huge. So. I know you hear it a lot, but I think connecting or having a great connection and um, with the players then allows you to coach them at a deeper level. Um, and, you know, you want to care about them. I, you, I genuinely do care about all the players in the team. So you can have good conversations away from rugby and then challenging conversations in rugby. Um, but you yeah, have 42 people in your squad. Uh, you've really got to make the most of your time and and give a lot of your time and energy to these boys um, at the same time, it's pretty rewarding because you're, you're learning stuff both ways.
1: The Hurricanes have always been an exciting team to follow, support, watch, that sort of thing. Um, is there still, like, counter attacking Um intuitiveness with, with Clark as, as, as the big cheese, I guess? what What's his philosophy on playing the game? Is it expansive?
2: Oh, look, I think... We all know what we can do with the ball. Um, You know, our game model of the Hurricanes has been refined and I think they were really clear around, I guess, our strengths of the game. But if you looked at the Hurricanes, you got calm and the chaos of the storm. So we've been pretty good at the chaos at times (laughs) uh, where we can trade chaos with the ball. But, um, yeah, I think we've been growing our ability to be calm, playing the right bit for the area. Um, rely on our set piece and trust our set piece a bit more. Um, so look, I think we're just finding our balance between what Hurricanes do and then um, having that control in the game around, Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I guess, that balance between where we play footy and, and um, how smart we can be around that stuff.
1: Talking to sister coach of the Hurricanes, Jamie McIntosh. Jamie, the, the force, I, I, I listened to an interview with their captain, and they are so determined, and, and their theme for this season is, last year they did the Chicago Bulls, this year they're doing the New England Patriots. Um, they are going to be hellishly determined, and they're so tough in West Australia. They tour terribly, but they're very good at home, aren't they?
2: Yeah, they'll be tough, mate. I know the head of high performance, Simon Thomas, I worked with him over when I coached in America, and yeah, he's a very very good teamer of seasons and. Um, extremely good at getting those boys motivated and fit. So, yeah, I'm under no illusion of, I guess, what's coming. Um, and I think you can see in a few of these Aussie teams, the Reds and, and the Force, the way that they're speaking in the media and the way that they've been training. I mean, they had four games pre-Christmas, so they should be fairly organised. And um, Yeah, I think making our boys aware of that, but we've, we've just got to control what we can control, and that is... Our game model and how we play and what we do, and um, I think that we've got a pretty good culture and done a lot of hard work as well. So, it'll be a bit of a um, test on Friday night, to see who um, who's doing it better.
1: And finally, Jamie, uh, the area you're responsible for in the set piece, the grunt. You're happy with the boys and how hard they're going?
2: Yeah, um, shift the last couple of years at the Hurricanes, I think, has um, been a massive shift in. And, um, and the front rowers and, and the forwards around their set piece and how much they they love it and they work really hard and we're really lucky to be that spearheaded by someone like Torrell Lomax but we've got young guys and well not young guys but guys in this team we're starting to scrum really well you've got you know Xavier Nimir, uh Pussy Posse um, we've got um, yeah a whole handful of front rowers that have scrum really well in the pre-season done a lot of work on our scrum and our mall and our line out and I think we're in a good spot. Um, be nice to, you know, get on uh, get on the pitch and, and see where we're actually at on the Friday night.
1: And Asafu Almoa, massive year for him. No Colsey, uh, doesn't have to share the sixteen and the two jersey. Huge opportunity for him this year. I bet he's hungry.
2: Oh, I haven't seen like he's come into our environment and then just incredible. Uh, 118 kilos, running a five flat bonco bench in 200. Um, driven at training around standards and uh, hence why he was made our vice captain he's been just thinking a real determined special spot so if you stack things up I think he's stacking up to um, yeah, have a pretty dominant super rugby and I know through my time on one on ones with him how much he wants to try and nail down that spot in the All Blacks and become a full time All Black because it means a lot to him and his family so he's doing everything right he can at the moment
1: Mate, I know the work that you guys have put in, the coaching staff and the playing staff, it's all about to get underway over in Perth. Uh, I really appreciate you talking to us so early over there, mate, and uh, wish you all the very best for Friday and the rest of the season. Thanks heaps,
2: buddy. No, cheers, Seth, and hopefully we can get one done for the New Zealand teams.
1: Yes, let's hope so. Uh, Jamie McIntosh there. Um, It's good unity down there. I, I was down at the training base. It was... Thursday last, th- yeah, Thursday last week when they're having their final run before, they took on Moana Pacifica, which they ended up winning quite comfortably. 59-26, which was TJ Piranara's. I think he got about 20 minutes uh, on the field. Huge, huge congratulations for what he's been through the last 18 months with his injury rehab. Um, and of course they went down 52-19 to the Highlanders' Uh, the week before in their first of their pre-season games. Now, the, the Super Rugby shows are going to be inclusive this year. I want to hear from you, but come on, Hurricanes fans. Who are you looking forward to here? Uh, with, the, with the defections, and it won't take long before we stop talking about Ardy's not there and Dane Coles isn't there and the other ones that have gone. Um, there's some exciting young talent. The teams are all going to be named uh, at 4 o'clock today. That's a good initiative by Super Rugby. Um, that every team's going to be named at 4 o'clock. It's going to be pretty hard to pick, I think, for the Hurricanes, the loose forward trio. Let me know your thoughts, Hurricanes fans, or just rugby fans, on 0800 150 811. We're going to crank the lines open till 2.30. And, but when you look at their loose forward um, mix with the likes of well, Duplessis Karifi, Peter Lakai, big opportunity for him this year. Uh, Devin Flanders, who's been absolutely brilliant, uh, Braden Yossi as well. Um, so many good players to choose from. And others that can play, uh, I know Isaiah Walker, Leah Wedder. He's played six occasionally. James uh, Justin Sangster as well. And then in the backs, I'll be looking forward to seeing who gets the 10 the ten jersey to, to kick us off. Will it be uh, Brett Cameron? Will it be Aiden Morgan? Where does Ruben Love slot in? And Josh Morby? Uh, Morby can play fullback. He can play wing. Um, I think they'll probably go Ruben Love at the back. And I think I'm right in saying it's Billy Proctor's 50th game for the Hurricanes. Um, of course, Maddie Proctor, his brother, will be suiting up for the Melbourne Rebels this year. Um, Salisi Rayasi as well, because in the wings they're pretty well-blessed. well, well Kenny Hollow, an excitement machine. Uh, Salisi Rayasi, as I mentioned. Uh, Josh Morby, 15, 14. Not 100% sure. In the front row, uh, <laughs> Tyrell Lomax, uh, Rakati Stones, Nemea, uh, Pasileo Tosi, who Jamie McIntosh really, really rates, but Asafoamua is the big watch for me in this team this year for the Hurricanes. So do please give me a, a yell. We've got time. Um, I insist that you call Hurricanes fans and tell me who you're looking forward to seeing, who's going to push themselves further and further up the pecking order in New Zealand rugby. 0800 150 811. Give us a yell. Bringing you everything you need to follow the fortunes of the Hurricanes this season in Super Rugby Pacific. This is Hurricane Valley on Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Yes, midnight Friday when they take on the force. That will be game one. Game two is against the Reds. That's in the... What do they call it? It's not the Magic Round, but it's the equivalent of the Magic Round. In Melbourne, they will be playing the Reds, and then they come home to Sky Stadium for a huge clash against the Blues, and that's 7 o'clock on Saturday, March 9, the first time the home fans get to see them, and then they're down to play the Crusaders and then back home to play the Rebels, who I think the Rebels are going to upset some teams this year along their way. Uh, I think point starts and Rebels matches is the way I'm going to go. Now, Life member Zaid's caught up to chat the Hurricanes which I'm excited about. G'day, Zaid.
0: hurricane's back. Can I guess, um, I've just got a few questions quickly. Sure. Um, have you still got, um, a, is it a Ronnie Clark coming on or no? No,
1: we were going to have a Ronnie Clark on, but he's crook today. He messaged me. He said yes yesterday and then he, many, many apologies. He's not well, so he's staying home today, but oh, he has okay. said he'll come and do it next week.
0: Oh, right, so is there no guest for the Blue Show today then?
1: Junior Tanu'u, Junior Officer Tanu'u is uh, going to be joining us.
0: Oh yeah, um, he, I don't think he played it this year, but um, I, w- I was wondering if it's not rugby, but if you could put a few questions forward, on like maybe about the, like you know the, like the black clash and like how he's enjoyed um, playing like a bit of cricket since he's been retired from rugby.
1: Oh, I'm happy to ask him about that.
0: Yeah, and just what he thinks about like the um, what he thinks about the young halfbacks for the Blues like Tafa um, Funaki and um, Sam Nock. Um, but yeah, on the Hurricanes, they've obviously got a. Pretty solid team, you know. they got some young kids like, what, Josh Morby and uh Ruben Love. And, obviously, they've still got Jordy Barrett there at second fives. So, it's obviously another big year for him. Uh And you're talking about Asafo more Obviously, year for him to try and stake, stake a spot in the All Blacks this year. Obviously, because they got no Dane Coles anymore for the Canes or the All Blacks. But I, I think they'll be about mid-table, the Canes. I reckon maybe about third, third fourth or fifth. So, I think they're they obviously still growing. And they've got quite a young team. But obviously I think their gap is still their um is obviously their first five it seems. They eh? with um obviously what they got there, Aiden Morgan mm. and Brett Cameron, so that that's probably where their weakest point is probably is their is their um first five, I think, compared to like some other teams like the obviously the Blues have got Perfetta who's starting to get a bit more established and then you've got the Chiefs with McKenzie. obviously the Crusaders, they've got a bit of a a bit of different yeah, with first fives of um Rivers Rihana and Camera, And then I think what the Highlanders have got, the guy from Wales at Rhys Patchell. So mm. you'd obviously say it's a open year for first fives, really, other than McKenzie. He's the only one that's really established and parasitic The other ones are all pretty pretty young, really, aren't they?
1: Yeah. And it's interesting. you take Richie Moonga and Bowdoin Barrett out of Super Rugby and uh, yeah. it's wide open, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So it should hopefully be a good year this year in Super Rugby and hopefully there's a lot of tight games and, Um, obviously that Rebels situation isn't too well. And then I've obviously heard there's been a few rumblings about the force. Obviously the guy apparently that owns the force has got quite a lot of money. And apparently I also heard that he might want to leave. So it's not looking the best for Australian rugby union. I'm not sure if there's any way we can reaffect that for next year, but I've even heard like the rebels, they don't know if they can even sell tickets because they're in that much debt. debt. So it's not too good, looking too good for the rebels like this year, obviously looking like their last year, Obviously, Moana Pacifica, um, they've got to obviously get some wins this year because I'm not sure what their obviously situation in Super is like. Obviously, they've got Tana umanga, so it's a it's a big year for them as well. You've obviously got the Drua, so yeah, it, it's definitely a a good Super Rugby, and hopefully, we'll see a lot more closer games this year. Not too many not too many blowouts, you know. Even the Drua Blues. I think the Blues should win, but it should hopefully be a tighter one, you know what I
1: mean? Mm, yeah, I think the Drew are going be, to be good in this competition this year. Very, very good. Um, looking well, forward they were to good
0: it. last year. It was just a way they weren't that good.
1: Yeah, no, they'll get it sorted. Yes. I think they'll get it sorted. Zaid, great to have you on the show, buddy. Shoot. Thank you so much. That's the Life member. Zaid. We'll go down to Wellington Town. Gary from Up Heart. G'day, Gary.
3: G'day, Steph. Hey, I think if we go judging on how big a crowd turned up for that pre-season game, I think they're going to do all right. (laughs) Yeah, how (laughs) big big was the crowd crowd. there? I don't know how many it actually was, but it was in the thousands, that's for sure. The whole place was full. Awesome. I went down, I thought I'll be there in plenty of time. I turned around and went home and watched the cricket. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't get a (laughs) park. No, I couldn't. I couldn't get anywhere near the damn place. I was way too late. So I watched a bit of it on the telly. Um, oh, no, they look all right. Um, it's a bit of a rebuilding season, really. Um, the one that I'm, I'm quite interested in, though, would be um do See what he can do this year. I don't know, he's a really talented young guy.
2: Uh,
3: yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him be able to push through, but I don't know. So he, he is a little bit short, but he's got everything else. And holy cow, does he play 100 percent every single game?
1: Oh, does he? He is, yeah. He is a motor mouse. Isn't he? As you say, he's not big in stature, but jeez, he's big in heart, and he's very strong.
3: Yeah, he is. He is. I'm not too sure about the hitter, but uh, you know, each to their own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. I thought it's it gonna... was
3: very bright. You're not going to lose them, put it that way.
1: Yeah, are you going to the cricket tonight? No,
3: nah, I'm not. No, nah, I'm actually looking down at the stadium at the moment. Bloody beautiful. Here. Yeah, the wind's just picking up, those. Things, things going to be pretty breezy by the time that they um, get around the bowl the first ball tonight. Mm.
1: All right, mate. Good to have you on. Yeah. Go well. All right. Cheers, buddy. Yeah, he sort of pointed out a couple there. Um, and Ken's actually texted through saying, Staff, the Hurricanes will go okay. They're lacking in a few areas. Plenty of young talent that probably need a couple more seasons at super level. I've got them at sixth or seventh. I think I'm the same, Ken, realistically. There are a couple of areas... That will improve and I think they'll be much better for it next year. But you, you do need season under your belts for some of these younger guys um, to really develop. And there are a few sort of areas. Cause I really hope Brett Cameron has a has a good year. I think he's a very, very good footballer who's found himself in not too good of teams in recent times um, with some better players around him. I think it could be. Well, I hope it, it is a very good year for um, Brett Cameron. Uh, Chris said, will Super Rugby be around in two to three years? It's getting worse every year. This must be the least excitement ever for the comp. Um, Staff, oh no, I've already read that one out from Ken. Yeah, I would say there's not as much excitement as there was 20 years ago, uh, no doubt about that. I'm still quite excited in the fact that it's not who's going to beat the Crusaders this year. I like that it's a little bit more open um, and I think there will be with so many of the older guys on sabbaticals or retiring or or not available at the moment, there is the opportunity for some youngsters and I always use the Cam Roygaard example um, that could come through and really push hard. That's what I'm looking forward to. So that's Hurricanes Valley. We'll take a break. We'll be back with Blues Brothers and joining us will be Officer Tonu'u.